0: Hello and welcome to the 4th String Podcast. I'm your rarely ever on the podcast mega host, mega host, Adrian Tizenig and I'm joined live by Jeff the Commission Solomon. It's a one-on-one, a tit-on-tit, a tit-on-tit situation here. Jeff, how are you? My tits are happy to see you, Todd, and uh, I'm happy to have your welcome return. I'm. Uh, it's been impossible to get me to do anything because I've been preparing to shoot a short film, which uh, I did. Uh, it took two days, really one day from I woke up at 7, got back home, and went to bed at 2 a.m., and then woke up the next day and did the other stuff. Learned a shit ton. Pretty amazing. Um, it's called Hold Me, Don't Touch Me. I've decided today, because I was te- texting with the Lions to set up our game, and uh, I'm, go- I'm going to put it online for like a 20 minute window in which I'm going to invite everybody in the league to watch. We're going to do like a league screening of it. And then I'm going to take it off so that I can still submit it to festivals and no one will ever know the difference. Nice. Very exciting. Cool. Uh, Uh, I went
1: through that. I also made a short at this point, two years ago. And I remember the annoyance of wanting to share it, but also being told that if we did, it basically would mean no one would ever see it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like shitty such way. a funny process. Yeah, it's such a bummer. Um, but yeah, it's cool because one of the actresses in it, I I confirmed her to do it before I even knew this, but she is going to be the voice of Storm in the X-Men 97 reboot of the animated show. So it's cool. It's like, I just booked the two most talented people I could find. And then I was like, oh, you guys are cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really interesting thing. I know what my strengths are and i know what my weaknesses are generally so that's kind of an interesting thing to figure out but i don't know do you have any questions about your next short film or should we just talk about the league uh
1: i mean we're still writing and rewriting over and over again so that's become an annoyance we're like there's been this one thing about it that we've never solved and every time we bring some new pair of eyes in they ask the same question about that one thing and it's like yeah, we we keep getting that note. I wish we could think of a way to fix it, and it's not coming. So, uh I've read it. So, what's the what's the note that everybody says? Um that the there are some characters who don't seem like they need to be there, but the story also doesn't really work if we pull them all out. So,
0: trying to figure out how to like combine some people. Combining people is great. I mean, I will say this that like the less people you have to deal with the better, but My next short, when I get to Australia, I'm going to shoot another short, which is going to be very comedic. Still heartfelt, but um, that one I'm like, how many I think I'm going to have five to six. So I'm going to go from really two people plus a third, but really it's two people that were the focus of this one, and to like a much bigger thing. And I'm like, I can do it now, but yeah, if you can cut people. I mean, I would say... uh, Try to get to four. Four is a good number. We're at four. And, and <laughs> four was the I starting place. Uh, right. <laughs> did I say you needed to cut two people? Or did, No, Probably. that's not true. Here's what you need to do. You need to make those people so interesting and give them character tags. Like, I want to write this movie. I'm just going to give this idea away, which I will do this. So if you steal it, eat a dick. Um but I want to do this I prefer movie. To eat a fart, is... But
1: I'll eat a dick. This all yeah, right?
0: That's fine. Uh, it's a heist movie, but like at the first act break, when the heist breaks down, so it's going to be like they've already planned it a little more. Reservoir Dogsy, but at the when the heist breaks down, it's basically going to turn into a horror movie. So I haven't given anything away, but I'm going to set it in this Spanish village. It's going to be an art heist, like they're stealing a painting or something. Okay, I'm on and board. They're going to go underground, and they're going to realize that in the tunnels under the city, which was their escape route, so they could get all the way out of the city with anybody detecting them, that um, they're these monsters, right? So here's what I'm getting at. is I, At the beginning, when they're all at the diner kind of scene, you know, they're all at the dinner the night or two before, there's going to be one guy who just keeps being obsessed with the lore of the city, right? Which is actually going to be a big, important tell but he's just going to be like pointing out the gargoyles on the corners of the buildings or, Hey, did you know that they like, they believe in this here? Like, and everybody's gonna be like, shut dude, shut the fuck up. So basically I'm creating an annoying character who actually is telling you what's going to happen. But, and then when they're underground, he's going to be like, Holy shit. I mean, this, 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 but the idea of him in my mind is just to make him so annoying to the other people. Cause he's like, he's like a, fucking weirdo who's just like not paying attention to the heist they're like can you fucking pay attention you're supposed to do XYZ and he's like oh yeah 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 so he's not I don't know so my point is is like that's a character or that's a story driven action but just think about like somebody's afraid to be there somebody's there not was, afraid to be there somebody uh, misses World War the
1: II movie with Wyatt Russell a couple years ago that I don't remember the title of anymore where they like drop behind German lines and then they find out the castle they're invading is actually Overwatch. full of monsters. Overwatch. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty good. And it makes me think of what you're talking about with like uh you know breaking in
0: somewhere and then finding out it's not uh not supernatural, let's say. Um Right. It's not things are not what they seem. Hmm. And I I guess the key yeah, so basically you want to do a Dan Harmon story circle for every character. You want to have a want and a need for every character. For secondary characters, you don't need a uh, a lack or you don't need a like flaw, necessarily. <clears throat> but really, the other thing is you might want to just distinctly put characters in conflict. So just literally, you've got two extra characters. Just have them arguing and having that arguing annoy the two people that are not arguing. Just like, could you shut the fuck up? We need to be quiet like whatever needs to be happening for the story have these two characters disrupting it and then be at odds with one another. Um I don't know if you watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Do you watch RuPaul's Drag Race? I am not currently caught up. No. Okay. The new season just has this one episode where one character annoys another character and the and like the one character is trying to do the right thing which only further annoys the other character and it's like great tension. It's uncomfortable tension, but so I don't know. That's that's the note I'll give you without having, you know, without being specific. All right. No, I mean, we'll figure it out. We always do. Yeah. It's it's like the process is hell on earth today. I'm just outlining my new feature film, and it uh, it's like a little more. It's pretty twisty. A24 is my target distributor slash producer. I just am obsessed with every A24 film. Mike Mills uh does their uh, like is under their banner. Moonlight was done, and so I'm just like, man, this is like a wild. The Green Knight, if you've seen The Green Knight, which Mm -hmm. I fucking, I'm pretty obsessed with, um, so I'm like, I'm just thinking in terms of those, in terms of that for my next film, which is, eh, it'll be interesting. All right, moving on to my win. I'm one in five, baby. Everybody saw it coming. I was gonna get a win this year. I did you watch it? Oh, I watched the whole thing. Yeah, were you like, whistle to whistle? Whistle to whistle. Now, I told you before the game, Darnell Mooney was up for a dev trait. So yes. I was targeting the shit out of him. But my first big play, he broke free and I threw a fucking bomb that he ran under, which I almost, like the strong safety or some fuckface almost caught up with me. And I was like, what the? But he got it. And I was like, that was like a 50, 60, 70 yard bomb. So I knew I was going to get a, the 150 uh, yards or three TDs. a good I way needed. to start for sure. Yeah, yeah. And usually, the way it happens for me is that's a pick. Um, And then I throw a couple more picks, but uh, then I had another, uh, there's like a double move thing that I did that I was, I was practicing before the game and threw another huge bomb for his third TD. Um, And that dude, like the double move worked. Like I've never seen anything else work in my life. Like he was wide open and just running under the ball was really fun. I've learned that I can throw the ball deep with Justin Fields fiasco fields i am mad that i threw an interception because i didn't need to but i kind of got duped you know when like a play breaks down and you see a wide receiver way downfield and he's just standing there all alone and you're like all right and then by the time you press the button you notice there's a defender who Mm -hmm. is just easily gonna run over and just you know instead of a a 50 50 ball it's really like a 99 one ball for the defender but I'm excited. It's a new Lions team. That dude played well. He's, uh, he seems, no offense, uh, Australian Ben who dropped out as the Lions owner, but this new Lions owner, I think, is more competitive. Did you get that sense?
1: I don't know. I think Ben has been pretty competitive. I mean, he was 0-4, but, or 0-3 uh, before this guy took over, but watching his games, which he streamed even from Australia, so I saw a lot of them, he always seemed close. Uh, and it always seemed like <laughs> right. maybe a little lag was pushing him down further than he should right. be. Um, yeah. But also, season one, you know, Josh Dobbs was his quarterback. He, he was not playing to win in season one. He was playing to restart yeah, yeah, the yeah. roster.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe you're right. I think I think what it is, I think my thinking on it is more that I think Lions Ben has been in the league, and you can tell with this game that when somebody's wheels are falling off, and I think his wheels fell off a little more, and maybe the new guy, um, I didn't feel like his wheels were falling off. But uh, he got hosed with a fumble. Like, the quarterback slide didn't work for him, and I got a, I re- recovered a fumble. And I was like, man, that I don't love that that happened to him, but that's happened to me every single time you I've love ever love that it happened it. for you. I love that it happened for me. And then I went up. I was up 28 nothing, which I was... The score, I I feel like he played better than that. But then uh I'm just gonna admit, I was like, I am here to fucking play some offense. I'm gonna do my best on defense. I'm not gonna let anything happen. But I don't think I was like, I'm gonna get the shutout. And so when he scored to make a 28-7, okay, that's for TD. One thing that's important to note is for the first time ever, I picked the uh score five offensive touchdowns as a as a thing to do. And so I was like, I'm going to fucking do that. I'm getting those three coach points. And I did. Which, uh, <laughs> three coach points. Well, uh, yeah. It's crazy. I To win the way I did, which was like 40 something, 45 to 24, and to only get 10 coach points out of it, because I gave up a fourth down conversion. Yeah. But even so, I was like, what the fuck? But I did get a superstar for uh, Mooney, which uh, I should have had last season. You know, you love and your now, Mooney. I love my Mooney. I should have gotten him last season, but I, I, I blew it. And now I'm like, is he my Terry McLaurin? Do I just Darnell Mooney the fuck out of people? Because I saw the Lions start favoring Mo- to Mooney, like they were doing everything to stop him. And I would still beat him sometimes, but then other times I was like, oh, this is unlocking like two other things I can do. So it was really interesting because I, in the old days, once I started going away from McLaurin. People were a little bit like, oh, shit, what am I doing? And then I'd pop one to McLaurin and then it would go for 80 yards. And then I was like, oh, well, fuck, of course. Well, now you sound like a football team. Yeah. Well, I have uh, talked about I have no offensive strategy, no concept of what I'm trying to do. No, like I just sort of show up and then I'm like, what am I doing? And then I'm like, I'm going to run the ball. And then I get, you know, three runs for seven yards. And I'm like, all right, let's just go fucking ape shit. (laughs) So that's not a good strategy. But the I do want to talk about the Eagles loss because I think that's here's what's crazy about the Eagles loss. I was 0-3. I was up big, maybe 28 nothing against 21-6. 20 I
1: checked this morning, and then you got the safety to make it
0: 21-8. Right, and in no way, shape, or form, uh, that was very much like we were talking throughout the week, and Rich was like, "I'm um, I can't believe my record." Rick Rich is an amazing like poor pitiful me guy while he like slowly grinds you down and then all of a sudden you're like <laughs> wait what the fuck um but i was 0 and 3 and i in some way i'd already given up on my season so and also i was trying to get 275 yards passing and three uh throwing TDs and Now, if I would have had that win, I'd be a game out of first place, which is Mm -hmm. fucking insane because it's a long season. There's
1: 18 weeks now.
0: Yeah. And so we'll give up very early. Yeah, exactly. And I I like totally blew it to not have that win, because also I've lost four, uh, I think five. Yeah, all five of my losses are against the NFC. So it's really division or bust. And now my season will largely be decided by the Vikings game, I think. But I was 2-0 against him last year. Well, I don't understand. I won four games, or I think, or five games maybe, and two were against the Vikings, and uh, two were against the Lions. So do you think I'm a, a division slayer? I think you need to sweep
1: the division before we start bestowing titles. Uh, but that's interesting yeah. to know that you have like this clarity that you have to win the division already because so many of your losses are conference. Um, yeah. I feel like that is kind of powerful because it also sets you up at the trade deadline to know like, am I buying or selling very instantaneously based on that? yeah, like, you you what? could know if the Vikings sweep you, like, okay, that truly is it, even if I do climb back because of that conference tiebreaker or you could. Be like, I'm just going to win them all and beat them record to record and then it won't matter.
0: That's my I mean, my plan is if I can beat the Vikings going to the bye week, which sucks. I thought I had a bye week because I have just a decimated defensive line and he's Mm -hmm. got Alvin Cook or whatever. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I, I do regret throwing the ball with fiasco fields when all i had to do was tap it and i would have won the game and also gotten my 275 yards and maybe a third td against pass the eagles you mean against the eagles and instead i bullet passed through a pick and then he kicked a field goal to win it and i lost 39 38 it was have you watched that game did you have watch I, it? have it's... i watched it more than three times you mean <laughs> it's an amazing disaster it's like because i just wasn't worried about it i was like well i want to get these stats I, that game was so in the bag. And also, if I would have thrown passes earlier with uh, Justin Fields instead of running it in with him, here's a, I've got a question for you. Quarterback XP. How do you like are are touchdowns passing worth like fifty or a hundred or what? Like, do we know? I was googling. This you can I see it in the,
1: you can see it in the player breakdown every uh, every player. Um, but it doesn't say like one equals this. It says like what you earned this week for that. So if you look at it, it'll say like three touchdown passes, two hundred thirty nine XP, but it won't uh, it won't give you a breakdown of like what something equals, like a quarter is twenty five cents right. kind of way.
0: Gotcha. Where's my controller? I've lost my my controller, but I, I'll do that while we're doing this. Okay. Uh, where are you at with your season? That's my. So I'm on I'm on ending. the dreaded bye week right
1: now, which depending on your point of view can be good or bad. Uh, the good would be I did, I have some major injuries happen to me in the last two games, so I kind of like that I have an extra week to soak up some, some healing time. Um, bad in that they still won't be back for my next game, so it doesn't really, uh, it's right. not the miracle I needed. Um, bad because it's boring as shit, and bye weeks really shouldn't be in a video game, I don't understand it, like, just make all injuries minus one. It doesn't, we don't need our 32-person league to be one week longer, it adds nothing. Um, And then also, uh, I'm in Austin, Texas, where there's a weather emergency, so I'm likely to lose power in the next uh, three days. So having a bye week right now is kind of useful in that, uh, as it turns out, I may be unable to play a game even if I had one scheduled.
0: That would be the worst. That would be so horrible. Um, By the way, you know when you get coins and tokens and shit while you play and you ignore it forever does that help you at all no it's for mutt fuck
1: mutt or it's like (laughs) to buy your costumes and shit for your profile
0: right yeah i'll pass um (laughs) all right moving on to uh what i was about to ask you but i can't remember now um my record is five and oh uh my toughest game was against the browns who
1: had some suspended players during it, which definitely contributed to a ten six very tight victory um and it was really did fun you guys to play.
0: talk about the browns uh suspension last week? no, so he
1: hadn't been suspended yet when we recorded that show uh so I guess now would be the time to discuss it
0: uh, yeah, I mean, do you feel like the mercy rule is just still like do you feel just generally so he broke the mercy rule he threw uh a few times like with no with the opponent not using timeouts and time running down like within the two minute warning and i mean i guess it's just that gentlemanliness factor i i do have i'm just going to keep talking for a sec i do think there is one interesting thing because after the game he said like well the guy i beat didn't say anything about it and so why does somebody care right and i thought that's so interesting because if his opponent does say something about him, then he's a big whiner. And why, come on, well, then stop me, you know? So it's like, you can't win. And so there is, it is good that we have, like, the mercy rule in there that, like, there's somebody else executing on it. Because the Bills, who he was playing, when he got the ball back after the Browns scored, the Bills kneeled, and I was like, oh, that is, I thought that was, like, so great and shady. Mm-hmm. I thought that was, like, kind of a the fuck high you. Road. Yeah, it was like the high road with the middle finger. And uh, he didn't see it that way. Um, The Browns were just like, well, he whatever. And I was like, that's funny. Um, But yeah, so it's interesting. I mean, the mercy
1: rule, even before we wrote a rule book down on paper, I feel like the mercy rule is one of the first things we came up with a decade ago. It's so central to like what this league is about like not being a dick online, trying to just play a football game and have a good time and not roll down twenty five yards and throw verticals every play and go forward on fourth down and kicking onside kicks every time. Like it that if there's a central theme to fourth string, it's don't be a dick online. So if you right. can end the game, you should end the game.
0: I yeah. think it's like I a guess really you're central right. tenant. Yeah, yeah, because otherwise you're just playing, like, online turds, and we want to, we're better than that, you know? We try to be. We're America. We're America 1945. We're America. Um, real quick, where do I see the stats after the game? Can I, or, like... You can go on Daddy Weeks,
1: or you mean in-game? Uh,
0: yeah, I want to see my XP stuff.
1: Oh, so you would go to Roster, and then click on the player that you want to look at. All right. And it'd be in, like, Progress, or something like that?
0: Okay, that's fine. You know what I'm curious about is how baller was Darnell Mooney. So let's find out. Find out how much grind this podcast to a halt
1: while Todd masturbates to XP points.
0: Yeah, that's well, it's the first time, um, but I'm excited. he got a plus two release, plus two deep route, plus one catching, plus one catching traffic, X 8,000 XP bonus, superstar dev. He's up 8, for morale, which is the biggest thing I've ever done. So oh, because this, seven- this
1: brings up an interesting topic because right now there is a rules discussion about it where someone achieved a dev upgrade to superstar with a wide receiver, much like Darnell Mooney. Their game disconnected and because they didn't want to replay the game and hold everyone back because we were about to advance they just said, hey, can I get my dev upgrade please? And nothing's been moved on it yet, but uh, it is in discussion. And I think that re- raises an interesting point because he was also bringing up the XP bonus you get when you get a dev upgrade. But there's a significant uh, XP bonus and you just got that and you can see all these plus twos, plus two, plus two. Right, and right. Noah, like some people were defending the idea that he should get the, the dev trait. No one was defending the idea that he should get the XP. Uh, which I think is interesting because in some ways it's the more valuable aspect uh, as you're reading right It's the thing that
0: gets you the plus one. Like It gives you the point, basically. Um, Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, 238 receiving yards, got him 437 XP. I I don't... Yeah, I was like, I'm real close to spamming him here because after that I got the 150, I was like, well, he's open, I'll just throw to him. But I wasn't even targeting him at that point, but I did make an active choice not to do that and I, I ended up balancing it out, but it was interesting. Uh, okay, moving on. Wait,
1: we have uh, a, a comment I want to read before we do. On, okay, on let's topic. go to the comments. Just Stuart 10 says, The only reason I don't see it as just that you have to be snitched on for it to matter. I'm making spelling corrections. Uh, I've seen three other people break the rule and no one say anything. That's my only concern. Also, the selective comment I'm sure was about the Packers not being suspended for breaking the no diving rule and Washington having no repercussions for diving in the end zone. I don't have a problem with either, but it is selective on rules, is it not? Um, I'll comment on part of that, because I don't remember the Packers diving in the end zone. I do remember Washington, and I thought it was kind of funny. um, Just how big a huzzah, hurrah it became. Um, But yeah, Yeah, it's against the rules to dive in the end zone. Sometimes you fuck up we don't have a standard punishment for that so maybe you know we need to develop one and take it more seriously i'll i'll hear that as far as like snitching mattering we don't punish what we don't see so that's i mean is it selective if we never hear something happen i don't know what three other games you're
0: talking about um i would love to see it though i mean i'm i ah. you know I, i'm a rules nerd and i'm always trying to rules it up bum everybody out with my rules and my socialism. Um, I think the die, like the, the taunting or diving or whatever, there's something in me that wants to give everybody one per year. But again, the time I'll use it will be, uh when I accidentally hit RB and then i f- fucking flipped the ball back and end up <laughs> losing a game because I've lateraled instead of celebrated. I think if but you I get a hit-
1: defensive lineman to make a pick six, you can dive into the end zone because it's funny oh, to watch nice. their yeah. giant bodies do a swan dive.
0: Yeah. I thought it was hilarious because Kevin of the Vikings was so incensed and so like morally outraged uh by <laughs> by the Washington. Uh, football team, I'm sorry, the commanders Making their uh Making this this Dive or this taunt You know, Um, and I do think I don't know, it was just funny His reaction was, it's almost like What should have happened is he would have been like, dude Don't do that, and then we would all have been like Yeah, unfortunately, you know, you can't do that And then the guy would have gone, oh sorry I didn't mean to, I just got excited, whatever, I won't do it again But it turned out to this It was just such a hilarious It was literally, it was almost like, um, it felt like Kevin was reacting, like it was like the 1700s, and like, uh, the Washington, yeah, like the guy walked it, cut in front of him in line or something, and it's like, (laughs) sir, sir, it was just so British in a way, it was really funny, and I was just so into it, because it was just so ridiculous, because ultimately, I don't know. It was just funny. I loved it. Okay, let's talk about Stafford's contract. You've got it on the list. What's going on with Stafford's contract? Yeah. So, so Matt thirsty. Matt Stafford uh, was
1: traded by the Dolphins to the Warrens via L.A. to New England to Miami to Washington. Uh, and at the time, I traded him because I was like, oh, there's no way in hell I'd ever re-sign him. He's going to want such a massive deal. Turns out he just re-signed for $4 million a year. Which is like practically rookie money, and I'm like, I'm so mad. He's an 85 overall quarterback that Washington has at backup rates.
0: That's his starter.
1: Yeah, I mean, he he has a rookie, a first round rookie, also that he's been like switching back oh, and right, forth. Yeah. Uh, but it's just insane to me how little how little that is. I can't. I couldn't sign.
0: I couldn't sign t- Taylor Heineke for four million a year if I wanted to. That's funny. I, by the way, my first game of the season was against them, and it felt like it felt like I was a little league team against them. Like I, it was just a total abomination. I didn't come in there with the best middle game, but it did not matter. I'm so impressed by uh, by that team and how like what he's doing with them. Um, have you played them? No, because you're Washington. Them. No, no, I haven't. Yeah. I don't think they're I on think my schedule. Like, I am, you're on my legit. schedule. Oh, I am. Yep. Man, 13, I always fucking buddy. get blown out by you. It's really stupid, but it's... I'm gonna beat you this time because okay. I'm gonna be hot. i right. be red hot. Can't wait. Fiasco yes. Field. Can't wait. <laughs> I, should I change Fiasco Field or Justin Fields' name to Fiasco Fields? No, you're not allowed to change
1: players' names in the game.
0: I was gonna do it anyway, but I forgot. I, I now that I've asked. There's you, a rule. I know. I would have never gotten around to it, so that helps. Uh, by the way. I can't believe how little XP he gets for all the shit I do. For 10 rushing yards, he got 58 XP. So that's interesting. Cuz you want to know what I you get if rush. you
1: throw 5,000 passing yards? What's that? 50 XP. 50. That's a season really? reward. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I you well, can see it in like your goals
0: and it's like insanely low. That is crazy. Uh yeah so i had he had thirteen thirty x p and plus six legacy, but plus three morale, which is really the biggest thing for fields like he's such a disaster on morale yeah yeah i like crush him on morale every week um but this is i feel like i'm gonna get a dev trade opportunity soon i apparently there are no rookie quarterbacks don't get dev upgrade opportunities is that At the all case? yeah i think somebody. Uh, accidentally spilled well, the beans on that. Fields something? also yeah.
1: started as a superstar, so I don't uh, know. If...
0: Star, I believe, is he a superstar?
1: I thought he started no as superstar and he lost it under your tutelage.
0: Oh, really? I he's a star now, which uh, sounds. Let's just act like he always was. Um, <laughs> here's a question for you. This yeah. this will be interesting. If you had Fields and you had two dev upgrade points, what would you? Spin them on. Would you do scrambler, deep, or like big arm, uh, field general? Knowing you, you want to be throwing
1: deep, so I'd probably be looking at the deep accuracy, but you you also, at least watching today, you seem to set your feet a lot more than I expected in the pocket, so that's probably where I'd go. Whereas a week ago, I probably would have said throw on the run because you're always running for your life. Right,
0: right. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm definitely... Uh, fields the reason I won't trade you fields is because if gonna I get into that do, now. Yeah. I mean, like if I, if I throw deep the way I've done in the last two games, right. If I can hit the deep ball and make everybody be like, Oh shit. Then I can roll out with him and it's a whole other ball game. Then I can also do read option, which I didn't use in the first season. Cause I was like, Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, so it's like, doesn't seem once, like
1: you like a read option. I mean, I've been watching you for multiple years now, and all yeah. of your quarterbacks have been capable.
0: Yeah, not... R- I mean, Dwayne Haskins, that fucking tree of a... Uh, Over 80 speed? I don't know. It wasn't good. But yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think I understand the read option. I've been practicing it, and uh, the, the problem okay, is... Google, loves the okay, Google, okay.
1: stop. Okay, Google, stop.
0: This is, I mean, it's great that you're doing this right on. the Don't mute yourself or anything. Get it get, get right on the mic. Oh, I think we've lost Jeff. Who knows? Does this mean I'm not recording anymore? Or is Jeff recording? I don't know what's happening. Oh, there's, there's Jeff. No, just I'm still
1: here. I just turned my camera off because I'm not wearing pants and I had to stand up. Oh, right.
0: Yeah, I'm okay. still here. I'm still right. here. I was just telling right. my, my Google Home to shut the fuck up. What about uh, injury sliders? You got that on the list. Uh, were well, were we talking about you...
1: something else though? Oh, I'm you're gonna trade me Justin Edwards. Fields? That's right. And then he had that amazing game, and I'll never ask again because Jesus. I was
0: never best. gonna trade him, but I you like probably should have tonight.
1: though. Objectively,
0: I don't. You're being
1: real bad. <laughs>
0: Well, I, it's not his fault. It's me. I'm the fiasco. He just well, his fumbling is really problematic. But now Don't you he's think, decided. Like hold on.
1: some of the abilities he has is also like a temptation for
0: you to give in to your worst. Uh, yes, inhibitions. <laughs> yeah, but I'm looking at just like now. I'm scrolling back to the in the regular season. He's gone in game one minus four morale, then minus two morale, then I guess. Uh, even then, minus one morale, then even, uh, and then plus Probably three all the morale numbers. in the last game. Yeah, so I think, and that's that's what even pisses me off more that I threw that one fucking pass. But I don't, oh, it I don't think it killed me there. Um, so I don't know. Plus three yeah. morale is the best I've ever done because even the preseason he's not even dealing with. Well,
1: that. As I as I mentioned last week, I have been making quarterback offers, and today I finally put two on the block formally um but also i've started uh, getting it in my head that maybe i really shouldn't make a change because i've been playing left-handed now for six seasons and i'm not sure i can go back (laughs) i have so much at first it was like do i have the muscle memory to stop rolling to the right and now it's like i have so many like my playbook is designed around the left side like routes going left versus right and such that I wonder, like, if I made a change, would I actually start throwing more picks or running into more sacks? Uh, and there's actually like a really nice advantage to being left-handed, like the only lefty, like no one has their their team set up to defend against that or their own defensive muscle memories. Um, and so that's like, like Brandon Cooks. Think... Brandon Cooks has been eating up for me in an unexpected way, and I feel like it's because he's on the left-hand side. And that's not typically where the best cornerback uh, is lining up, and he's getting like all these deep balls and button hooks and and zip zap zops whatever routes and um, I button I wonder hooked. I wonder how it would change for me if I suddenly had a right hand quarterback. Now that said, I am still pursuing the idea of it, and uh, I'm willing to make a change, but I'm kind of okay with it. I think if I don't end up finding anyone.
0: Why? I mean, the last topic, or two more topics, because I'm doing this on the couch and I've stupidly done it this way and now my back is starting to hurt and I really want to f- finish watching The Fallout and then watch an Eskimo Volt film called Blind. So that's where I'm at. Uh, so uh, real quick, though, I just realized that in wildcard playoff week, I got a plus 10,000 XP bonus for Justin Fields. He must have you think? That's won
1: all. some award.
0: Yeah, it was, a, well, ex, it was a scenario in which I got oh. 10,000. So was it throwing the most, fumbling more than any other player? <laughs> well, it must know. have been something
1: that like, week, like finish the season on a win or something.
0: I doubt I did that too. Who knows? Maybe it was finish it on a loss. Like really go for that number one overall pick. <laughs> um, but in terms of why no one is trading, do you think it's just that the Steelers aren't in like how quickly uh. I could overturn my entire <laughs> roster mode?
1: Uh, I think a lot of people are just out of cap space, and it's yeah. not easy to trade people when you have to eat their salaries or their bonuses and you don't have cap space. I, for one, I mentioned last podcast, there's at least one trade I wanted to make. This was the first time this happened, this game cycle, where I literally could not. I could not figure out how I would come up with the space, even with cutting or trading. I could not come up with enough space to make a deal I wanted to make. And so I did nothing, and that's very rare for me. But... Yeah. um, that, that's happening to a lot of people, I bet, where like they're talking to someone, they want to make a deal, and they just don't have any available cap to do it, and they have to sit on their hands.
0: Yeah. I, I, there's one thing I want to do. In fact, I'll tell you what I want to do. If I were to do anything, I would trade my 98-rated overall right guard for a strong safety with like 94 speed.
1: Mm-hmm. Are there strong safeties with 94 speed?
0: I don't know. There's a dude named like Isaiah Simmons or something in the last game, but I don't know if he was a real guy. He was a real guy. That's he plays for the Cardinals. Ah. Uh, so I'm going to go look at him right now and see if I would ever do that deal. Well, Just I'll because what, like, I'll I'll look it up in the next 7
1: seconds if there are any strong safeties with 93 speed, there are none. All uh, right. Uh, let's and see so, faster than 90, yeah. let's see. There are many um, looks like 92 is the fastest strong safety in the game.
0: Uh, there's Buddha Baker. Is that who you're looking at? Jonathan. Like... Uh, no, wait. Uh, Jamie Pierce.
1: He's a rookie in Pittsburgh with hidden dev. He is the fastest strong safety in the league with 93 speed and 91 acceleration. Um, and I Jeez, believe it's... he's a superstar or an X factor cause they fucking cleaned up in this draft.
0: Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So I, I wouldn't trade because he's only an eighty overall, but man, that's that's pretty great. That's pretty great. Yeah, pretty great if, you, if
1: you're looking for speedy, strong safeties, the fastest ones are him, Jonathan Abram in Las Vegas, Jamal Adams in Seattle, and uh, yeah, Buddha Baker you mentioned someone Jamal named Adams, Andre
0: Cisco. Jamal Adams' uh, cap penalty is like one point four billion dollars. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's
1: really it's the same extraordinary. reason. It's the same reason Mahomes has not been on my capture list for quarterbacks.
0: It's literally twenty eight point four million. He's he's uh, that's not so bad. I I mean twenty eight point four million penalty. Mahomes is ninety two (laughs) million. Really? Yes. Holy shit!
1: That's what what? like the one person in the league who has told me I want Tua and like comes after me is the Chiefs, Uh. and he cannot do it because he cannot swallow a ninety two million dollar penalty. It's crazy.
0: Um, do you think everybody right now at home is like, why didn't I trade for Darnell Mooney? The dude is a total boss. No. I don't think <laughs> are- anyone's yeah. saying that. <laughs> I
1: think they're, they're happy to let you have your toy.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Uh, they're going to be thinking it later. All right, moving on because uh, we got to move. The DC dev situation and rules. Talk about that. I don't know what that means.
1: That We did talk about that. That was the uh, disconnect when someone has a dev upgrade. Oh. And, DC. Uh, we didn't really talk about opinions on it, but uh, we right. did bring it up.
0: Uh, yeah, I think he should get the dev upgrade, and the XP you just can't do anything about, right? So Yeah, hey, I can't do anything about the XP. I would
1: I would have to just manually give him something um, if yeah. we were to go it's that tough. route.
0: It sucks. The last thing I guess we should touch on is, what do you think about the Washington Commanders?
1: Ugh, it's so lame. Warrens is such a better name. Honestly, everything they were considering was a better name, but like, it's going to be hard to forget the Warrens, uh, especially great. around yeah. those parts.
0: It's iconic. Well, here's what was said. Uh, the Washington's leaders, team president, Jason Wright and coach Ron Rivera had stressed during the 20 month search that it would like to incorporate the military because of its connection to the nation's capital. And I was like, uh, DC is the fucking one of the greatest cities that it's tied to every aspect of like American Americanness. And they chose that, which says a lot. And I was like, why don't they just call them the Washington military industrial complexes? Like, it, at that it point, it sounds
1: so fake, generic movie about football. Like, might as well call them the yeah. Dominators or like the the winner winners. Like, it just sounds no like, oh, we're the the football beaters. Like, it's so bad and so unsuable in an yeah. if like pretending to be an NFL kind of way, like the replacements. Uh, with Gene of, Hackman.
0: Of the finalists, did you see the list of finalists? Yeah. Uh, Red Wolves, yeah. 100%. Not a doubt Red in my Wolves head. Is it interesting. Red it's interesting what's happened with Brian Flores and that they didn't pick the the Red Wolves. It's like you see a white supremacist aspect to the league and they're just like, we're just not going to... Red not Wolves rolls
1: the off the tongue. All their logos still fit the change because it's still an R. And I saw one where it was like a wolf's tail instead of a chief's feather uh, that looked real good. It was basically the exact same. You don't have to change your colors, which, I mean, they didn't really, but they sort of did. Um, and, like, you get an animal. Everyone likes an, an animal as a mascot.
0: Yeah, then you can have a, a mascot. You can have a true yeah. mascot. You can have somebody with a fucking uh, t-shirt uh, gun that accidentally puts a potato in it. The like, general Ugh. insurance salesman. Oh, man. Hanging the out commander's with um the admiral's was like stupid i like the presidents did, i don't even think that was on the finals oh. list but the red wolves was the one that made the most sense to me that felt the most exotic i i think honestly if they would have just stuck with washington football team that would have been okay See, that's like that's to a- me
1: too i wouldn't have liked that but i'm not I a fan so. so who cares what i think uh it doesn't yeah. sound like fans like it though so all
0: oh, right, that's know. interesting. I think Red, Red Tails would have like, been good too. I saw some really good uniform concepts and helmet concepts for Red Tails. That's what I was thinking about when I, I started talking about. Because uh, Red Tails was a squadron of black uh, pilots, right? Yeah, in the Second World yeah, War.
1: They've made multiple bad thinking. movies about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I thought the Red Tails, but I do think Red Wolves would work. I don't know. I just, if it's not Warren's, like if Elizabeth Warren isn't getting, you know, it is funny. Uh that the Warrens feels so right.
1: Yeah. well, because we've been saying it for so long. Maybe it's like the we, you know? The name sounds dumb until you say it a million times and you're like, well, that's what it is. Yeah. And I guess one day commanders will feel that way too. But yeah. it just sound it sounds like you're in the fifth grade and everyone's naming teams for themselves, and like some dumbass you don't like is like, Come to my house. I have Nintendo and Pop Tarts and uh my team's gonna be the commanders. <laughs>
0: It's so dumb. I yeah. I I yeah, I'm like in ten years we're not gonna care. You know, it'll just be part of the lexicon, but it's just annoying. I don't know. What do we do to get out of this show? Do we I I'm dead talking to you, you about just all say this goodbye. stuff. That's, That's all
1: fine. you just say goodbye.
0: Take us, uh, and then check you're us put out check
1: us on this Twitter and Twitch and all those things at Fourth SL and uh we have a wait list. If you listen and would like to play at some point, that that could be that could be possible one day.
0: Who knows? Also, the Patreon that I set up for Sports Anomaly, I just do want to give another shout out. I mentioned on Twitter, but uh, the, all that money went towards a short film, and it was fucking hugely important that that money could do that. So I just want to say thanks. I know I should be buying sports video games or playing sports video games with that money uh, to make the podcast better. But that's not really you know, where we're at in our society, <laughs> making a better Sports Anomaly when it's already peaked. It's peaked twice um and now i'm just like yeah let's do some other cool shit but anyway just thought i'd say thanks to everybody who's uh thrown Uh, any money at it, and
1: shout out to the chat to all the comments we couldn't get to
0: yeah just what's a give me one more comment
1: uh there was a lot more talk about the selective punishment um but it was it it popped up like after we'd moved on so i didn't read them
0: damn Um, i wanted to talk about how you're accused of being very selective with your punishments
1: well i don't know if i'm selective with my punishments but like
0: I don't think someone someone said the
1: Ravens as a, as a matter of fact said like oh there were other games um why weren't they investigated and someone asked me that about the Ravens and it's like because oh, I didn't watch that game and no one said they did anything and I can't I try to watch every game because I enjoy it but I don't actually watch every game um yeah
0: I think and... it's interesting the snitch factor because I think the important part is if somebody does it just tell tell you because. It's like nobody does it with glee, but at the same time, it's also... It's a teachable moment. I will, I will read...
1: I'm going to read the comment from the Browns because I'd like to have like the last word on this and then move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote, uh, in quoting me, can't punish what you don't see. People are really that invested in my three-score blowout. And he had other punctuation that I uh, corrected there. But um, the issue w- was not that you won by such and such scores. You in fact, in reading the mercy rule, you didn't violate anything about how high the score can go. The issue was that the clock didn't need to still exist. Uh, we we're past the two minute warning, you're in bounds, you're not bleeding the clock, which should be a necessity. And whether you enter the end zone or not, the game just kept continuing. And then, you, and then people ended up getting hurt in the game, which is something that happens and is very annoying but especially when the game doesn't need to continue. So it's just a respect thing to your opponent to say, and from both sides, like, this game is over. Let's end the game. Let's not keep this going longer than it needs to, Uh, especially when you have the ball
0: past the two-minute warning and, like, you're in control. I do want to say, like, also he passed under two minutes with, you know, like a, a winning lead and he ran out of bounds like he he didn't just not run clock cuz i look if you're going to throw a 3 yard pass a 5 yard pass a 7 yard pass just to like get the first down it sucks but it's ultimately it's somewhat defensible but when you're going out of bounds and you're scoring a touchdown it's just like dude you're just trying to score what 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 are we talking about here and also the idea the big the big thing to note and this is kind of the hard part to adjust to cuz i totally get it cuz but if you're running into the line or you're kneeling at that point, people don't want to just run into the line or, you know, just run the ball and get maybe two yards, maybe four yards. But yeah, you might have a away run. But the point is just to keep to end the game. The The big thing that I'm trying to say is people don't like doing that. And I've, I've lost my point. Hold on. <laughs> uh, they don't like doing that. They don't like... Uh, Oh, that they're worried that the their opponent will call timeouts and extend the game. It's a reverse dick move, right? But what we're saying now is like that also would then be punished because that's fucking it up. Like because then it well, puts if, the if it's onus- close
1: enough that they could still come back and win the game, I understand that. Uh, but also right, like run it once, blowout. see what they do. If they don't call the timeout, right. then they clearly don't intend to, and you know just kneel it out, which you did this yeah. morning. I saw. You're playing the Lions, you ran once, he didn't call a timeout, and so you kneeled, and that was the end of the game. That's yeah.
0: Easy That's enough. the thing, if if you're going to win the game, running it once, just it's like a good test. And then, if here's what I will say, it's a dick move to call the timeout, but I've been the timeout caller, because you're mm-hmm. in the game, and you just want, you want to get something, I don't know what it is, but I'm always like, I'm not going to, like let I'm going to try to win, but... I've now adjusted to that. But the thing is, like, again, what you're saying is right. If they don't call the time, if they call the timeout, then fine. Throw, throw a 10 yard pass. Get the first, get a first down. down. <laughs> yeah. Get a first down, then go down to signal. Hey, quit doing that. If they call a timeout, then, run it again then they call the third time out then you're done you just kneel anyway so it doesn't matter and also if you do kneel and they call a timeout, that's super fucked up and if they text you and go oh, just keep playing like I get it but that's just gonna create like a bad that's gonna create bad yeah. football because they're just out there to like get XP or do something I've been there I've fucking done it I will no longer do it but it's, I've, it I've it been is... texted
1: right. to keep going <laughs> And I've also been texted in a way that made me lose the game once. I remember very clearly that made me furious. Someone sent – this was before DMs. uh, They sent me a message on Xbox Live that said, GG, I open it to read it. And during that opening time, I got a delay of game penalty, which he used to put me backwards. He accepted the penalty, and then I couldn't get the first down, and he – scored the winning points afterwards and i was furious because i only took that penalty because he filled my fucking screen with his gg i surrender message oh, adam hilarious. hansen i'll get you
0: oh man adam hansen yeah god love him um all right that's enough out of us we'll talk to you another time next week this week whenever it happens i don't know how often these get uploaded you just send them to me and i go i don't i don't have time and then i do it Three days later. All right. Bye, everyone. Go League. Follow us on 4 straight Twitter. blah. blah, blah, blah. Bye.